Watch podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch podcast, we're going to be discussing an article from the October issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Developing Heifers to Fit Their Production Environment. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by Aaron Labry, who's a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. Thanks for joining me today. Of course, I'm happy to be here. Aaron, as we look at the time of year we're in, this is also when we frequently see people with spring calving herds having weaned their calves or soon will be. Often at weaning, one of the things that occurs is the selection of replacement heifers and then a plan to develop those heifers between now and next year's breeding season. Share with us some things that producers may want to think through and be cognizant of as they think about the replacement heifer development program, and especially in light of high feed prices, what are some strategies they might think about employing to get those heifers developed cost-effectively? Certainly, and, and that is often a common question, Aaron, is, is just what is the best method for developing heifers? And I think one of the nice things is there's really a lot of flexibility and for operations to really design a program that's specific to their operation um, and really just focusing trying to look long-term at these females because it, it really is one of the largest expenses of a cow-calf operation is developing that heifer. And so we really want to look well, how we can keep her in the herd long-term and just how can we help her best fit her production environment. One of the things you talk about in your article is the importance of trying to develop those heifers on a similar feed stuff to what they'll be utilizing as a cow. Why is that so important? So again, I mean, that's just another way to help help set her up for success. And, and again, that gives you some flexibility too, based on what feed stuffs you do have available, but that would just help her better adapt to that production environment that you're going to expect her to perform in. It also is a way that can help us really sort out some of those higher maintenance females um, that might not be a good fit. In the article, you give an example of heifers that at weaning are, you know, around 500 pounds and maybe looking at getting them to 65% of their mature weight. If we're thinking about a 1200, 1250 pound cow, that's somewhere in that 720 to 750 pounds. We really have quite a bit of flexibility in terms of how we put that weight gain on from now to the start of the breeding season. Yeah, there really is. So timing of gain from, from weaning to pre-breeding done research that's shown, shown to have minimal impact on reproductive performance. And so again, that's nice that gives you that flexibility. If you want to try and, and grow those heifers at a consistent rate again, uh, maybe a lower rate followed by a higher rate or the other way around. It's just really important to keep in mind as we approach that breeding season to provide adequate nutrition from that point and even through calving that can really help with re reproductive success of those females. One of the things I think that Dr. Rick Funston has done some good work with, and, and also we've seen anecdotal evidence from producers, is to really want to continue to have those heifers on an increasing plane of nutrition, especially through uh, the breeding season when maternal recognition has occurred right after breeding. Uh, we want those heifers not to be going backwards in terms of their gain. So we can challenge those heifers a little bit through the winter. Again, when we think about challenging, that doesn't mean we're uh, not putting weight gain on them, but they can be growing slow, but we want to make sure that right prior to and through the breeding season, they're on an increasing plane of nutrition because that really appears to be important for maternal recognition. Definitely. 
And I know traditionally it's been recommended to target 65% of mature body weight by breeding time, but um, more recent research has shown that those heifers can be developed, like you said, to reach nearly 50% of mature body weight by that time uh, without negatively impacting or pregnancy rates. But again, in those situations, if those heifers are being grown at restricted gain, it's going to be really important that they are provided an increased plant of nutrition prior to breeding and through calving. Aaron, at the Beef website, there's a number of resources related to this topic. Would you mind highlighting some of those and where people can find that? Yes. So um, if you visit, like you said, beef.unl.edu, we do have a heifer nutrition and management page. And so that can certainly provide you with some various resources on this topic. And we do, within our beef reports, have we have a lot of research in this area as well. Just looking at, um, as I mentioned, not only percent target weight of mature body weight at breeding time, but also just different feeding systems. Some of the research that's been done there has looked at developing heifers on corn residue, upland range, and then comparing a low energy diet in the dry lot or a high energy diet in the dry lot. In all these cases, there were no differences in pregnancy rates or even feed efficiency when those females were first calf heifers. And so again, provides a lot of flexibility depending on the feed resources you do have available. Anything else on this topic you think would be valuable for producers to know and think about as they get ready to develop heifers this winter? I just encourage you, if you have any questions about developing rations, certainly reach out to your local beef extension educator or specialist. We're certainly here to help, whether that's for heifers or um, any other classic cattle. Well, thanks again for joining me today, Aaron. Yes, thanks for having me. For more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. At the website, there's a number of resources on replacement heifer development, and you can find those resources by using the search engine tool there or just going through the pages that Aaron recommended.